coming up. Justin Verlander dominant once again and some movement in the wildcard races. This is Locked On Game to Game MLB. The biggest games, the best performances, expert analysis. You are locked on now. Welcome in. You're listening to Locked On Game to Game MLB, local experts weighing in on the biggest stories in baseball. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. We've got our MLB hosts here. They are ready to recap all the action for you from yesterday. We're going to start out with the White Sox and the Orioles in our biggest game. The biggest game. This one went back and forth and honestly felt like a playoff game at certain points. Baltimore coming out on top, locked on White Sox and locked on Orioles. Break down the matchup with wildcard implications. Chicago White Sox general manager Rick Hahn recently said that he still believes the Chicago White Sox are fully capable of winning a championship this season. I'm not sure what Rick Hahn is watching, but this White Sox team is not a championship caliber team. Uh, White Sox lost to the Baltimore Orioles 5-3 to Tuesday night. Sox had 11 hits, but only could score three runs. Baltimore, five hits, five runs. Uh, White Sox try to get back to some winning ways Wednesday night as they send Lucas Giolito to the hill. That's another huge win against another playoff hopeful for the Orioles on Tuesday night. Connor Newcomb here, host of Locked on Orioles. It's the O's five and the White Sox three in the first of three from Camden Yards. And first of all, you got to applaud the Orioles offense in the first inning. They're facing Dylan Cease, maybe the favorite for the Cy Young in the American League. And they get three runs off him immediately with the Ryan Mountcastle three-run homer. And then Austin Voth, the waiver claim, out pitches Dylan Cease and Felix Bautista on the back end of the bullpen was absolutely nasty. And you look at this game and you looked at this series and you thought, let's take two or three, probably lose the Dylan Cease game. Now they've won the Dylan Cease game. This is the kind of game that a playoff team wins. The Orioles did it and they've taken game one against a White Sox team that sits just below them in the standings. I'll recap it all coming up on Wednesday's episode of the Locked On Orioles podcast. The Cincinnati Reds took the lead in the ninth inning, and then they lost the lead in the ninth inning to the Philadelphia Phillies. Locked on Reds says a loss like this one at least provides a little clarity on the state of the team. (laughs) In a season like the Reds are having, you need moments of clarity. They got one. Not the one they were hoping for. In a game that they fought to come back in and took the lead in the top of the ninth to hand it back the way that they did. And sure, Alexis Diaz wasn't his sharpest. But on a play where the base runners are going multiple bases on that hit, you have an ability to prevent a run by simply hitting the cutoff man. And Nixon Zell can't do that. That is egregious. The fact that at this point in his career, a year that 
by all accounts, is kind of a make-or-break year, and maybe he gets some more chances next year. I'm not sure, but he's got a sink or swim, man. It's things like that that are going to make you say, uh-uh. Again, yeah, it, it, we got a lot to say about this. You're not going to want to miss the next Lockdown Reds. Make sure you join us. No bragging rights for anybody in New York. The Yankees won both of their games at home to split the regular season series with the rival New York Mets. Lockdown Yankees tells you how the team from the Bronx won on Tuesday as both teams turn their focus back to the playoffs. This is Stacey Gatsoulias of Lockdown Yankees, and the Yankees beat the Mets 4-2 to sweep their half of the Subway Series, so it was a split. The home teams won. Yay. The funny thing about this is, this is the third win in a row for the Yankees, and it's also the third 4-2 win in a row for the Yankees. Hey, if they want to keep winning by a score of 4-2, I'm all for it. Frankie Montas, five and two-third innings, two runs on six hits, one walk, six strikeouts, looked better, Thank goodness. Taiwan Walker lasted five, gave up two runs. One of those runs, a solo shot by Aaron Judge, number 48 on the season. It traveled 453 feet into left field. Now, of course, it wouldn't be a Yankee game without it getting sweaty in the ninth inning. And when I say sweaty, I was sitting and my heart rate was 111 at one point. Thanks, Yanks. Thank you so much for doing that to me. But thankfully, they, Wandy Peralta got out of a very scary jam in the top of the ninth, and the Yankees held on to win. So I will have a recap of this on the next Locked on Yankees, and we'll preview Oakland the day after. Tomorrow's an off day for the Yankees, so enjoy the off day. Coming up, Justin Verlander plays spoiler to Carlos Correa's return to Houston. This is Locked on Game to Game MLB. Today's edition of Locked On Game to Game is brought to you by Built Bar, the best tasting protein bars on the market. They're all made with 100% of real chocolate, and they come in dozens of different flavors. Their latest flavor, cookie dough chunk puffs, are made with that protein-infused marshmallow, and it has little bits of cookie dough in there as well. They are delicious. If you want to head over to Built.com, you can use our promo code LOCKED15. It gets you 15% off of your order. You just go to Built.com, use that promo code LOCKED15 to get you 15% off of your order. Welcome back to Locked On Game to Game MLB. I'm Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. Justin Verlander, dominant from the mound once again in yesterday's best performance. The best performance. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Carlos Correa playing in Houston for the first time since leaving the Astros in the offseason. And Houston welcomed him back with a 4-2 win over the Twins. Lockdown Astros tells you how Justin Verlander helped beat a Twins team trying to get a grip on the AL Central. Hey guys, hey, Sean Wellhouse here with Locked On Astros. And the Astros win 4-2 against the Minnesota Twins. They spoil the return of the homecoming of Carlos Correa. They did a great tribute video at the beginning. But Justin Verlander was the man of the hour as he threw six no-get innings. He exited after 91 pitches. Ryan Stanek came in and then would give up the hit to break up the no-hitter to Carlos Correa. And we would have some emotions in the game where Jose Altuve got plunked, got a little upset at Aaron Sanchez. The Astros ended up winning 4-2, like mentioned before. And Alex Bregman with a big two-run home run separated the game to where the Twins could not come back. Brian Abreu ended with the save. There were some more bullpen hiccups. We'll talk about that. 
on the next Locked On Astros podcast. Remember, we're your team every day. Go Strohs. The Angels got embarrassed by the Rays in an 11-1 to route yesterday. Locked On Angels has more from a tough one in Tampa. Well, do we have to talk about last night's game? The Angels looked terrible on Tuesday in Tampa. Hey, everybody. It's Mike Frisch, one half of Locked On Angels. The Angels got crushed in Tampa Bay, 11-1. to And they were in the game for about seven innings. It was 3-1, to and then Tampa went nuts and took advantage of our bullpen. And the only pitcher that actually was successful against the Rays was a position player named Phil Gosselin. You know, earlier this year, Tampa Bay had to have a position player pitch against the Angels because we were crushing them. But my, 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 how the turntables or something like that. And then there's also this news about Artie Moreno looking to sell the Angels. So there's a lot going on in Anaheim, and it's why John and I love talking about the Angels, and we would love for you to join us on Lockdown Angels. You can listen to us anywhere you get podcasts or on YouTube. So tune in. We've got a lot to talk about. We can't wait to see you. For the second straight night, the Dodgers made a team's ace look a lot less than that as L.A. scored 10 runs on the Brewers. Locked on Dodgers goes over another win for the best record in baseball. For the second time in the last three days, the Dodgers pounded a Cy Young caliber pitcher and knocked him out of the game in the fourth inning. What's up, guys? This is Jeff from Locked on Dodgers. The Dodgers beat the Brewers 10-1. to The real game ended 7-1, to and then Victor Caratina came in and pitched and allowed three runs. And the Dodgers said, hey, we could do that better than you, too. They had Hondra Roberto pitch the ninth inning, a 1-2-3 inning, his fifth time this year pitching in a Dodgers win, extending his own major league record for most times position player pitching in a team in a game his team won. Uh, the previous record was three by Russell Martin. Hondra Roberto is leaving that record in the dust. On the offensive side of the things, Trey Turner and Freddie Freeman each had three hits combined to drive in six runs. Mookie Betts got the things, got everything started with a leadoff double, scored the first run of the game, and Trace Thompson had the biggest hit of the game, hitting a three-run home run off Corbin Burns that really set the tone for the game. They knocked Burns out in the fourth inning, just like they did to Sandy Alcantara on Sunday. And oh yeah, also Tony Gonsolin, five innings, one run allowed. Could have gone further, only threw 77 pitches, I believe. Uh, but uh, the Dodgers were up 7-1, to one, and they said, hey, let's use this as an opportunity to, and we really, he wasn't under much pressure during the game, didn't throw many pitches. They had some relievers who needed some work. So it was kind of a glorified bullpen session for Gonsolin today. He gets the win. It's now 16-1, and one, very real chance of winning 20 games. Check out Locked on Dodgers first in the morning for everything you need to know about this game. Make us your first listen. The Giants may be too late to get back into the playoff race, but that hasn't stopped San Francisco from putting in the effort. The Giants took care of the Tigers thanks to a great start on the mound, and our Locked on Giants host reviews the victory. Another great outing for Carlos Rodon. He just completely dominated the Detroit Tigers. Evan Longoria stayed hot and Camilo Duvall escaped a dicey situation in the ninth. Ben Kaspik with the Lockdown Giants podcast. At this point in the season, the games don't necessarily matter because the Giants are on the fringes of playoff contention after just a miserable July and after the All-Star break specifically. That being said, they're still in it. This win brought them back to 500, and so there's 40 games to play, and the Giants need to get red hot, and they they technically still have a chance. And so every game like this where you have a chance to win, you need to take advantage. And like I said, Carlos Rodon was fantastic. Evan Lagoria has been carrying them the last couple of days. He hit a big home run tonight. And then Camilo Duvall uh, escaped some 
questionable command in the ninth inning, some shaky command in the ninth. Bases loaded one out, but he got out of it without allowing any runs. And the Giants could, if the Padres lose, move to five and a half games back. So technically, like I said, still alive. So anyway, we'll break this down after tomorrow's game on Locked on Giants, where it's your team every day. It seems like it finally could all be falling apart for the Boston Red Sox, whose hopes at a playoff spot were already pretty slim at best. Locked on Red Sox tells you why another loss to the Blue Jays further hurts a team that's already hurting. Nothing seems to be going right for the Red Sox, and that tune continued to ring true on Tuesday in a very ugly loss to the Toronto Blue Jays at Fenway Park. Hey, it's Lauren from Locked on Red Sox, and Raphael Devers gets hit in the hand. Tommy Pham has to leave the game. Nate Ovaldi, Eric Hosmer go on the I.L. before the game. Freeze McGuire pitches in the game. Just very ugly all around the Red Sox continued to struggle against not just AL East opponents, but the Toronto Blue Jays in general. The Blue Jays love playing the Red Sox and all the damage, most of the damage from this game came when Jackie Bradley Jr. doubled in earlier in the game and the Blue Jays ran away with it, broke the game open and handed the Red Sox another loss. Man, one of these days, one of these days, we are going to be happy about recapping Red Sox games, about talking about this Red Sox team. But Jake and I will try to break all this down for you, make sense of it on Wednesday's episode of Locked on Red Sox. Christian Walker tallied three hits and the Diamondbacks bullpen held on to avoid wasting a solid start from Zach Davies against the Royals. Our Locked on Diamondbacks host goes over the win last night for Arizona. D-backs snap their losing streak as they take game one from the Kansas City Royals, 7-3. Miller Thomas of Locked on Diamondbacks here. Another great start by Zach Davies, who is completely locked in in the month of August. Pitched into the sixth inning. One earned run, only two walks allowed. The boy is locked in right now. And he had a great start, but like always, the bullpen had to make it a little bit interesting because Chris Davinsky, who I just don't want to see a ton of in these in these ball games, he ended up giving up a couple earned runs, which surprised no one. His ERA is now north of seven. But guess what? The D-backs were able to tack on some more runs in the top of the ninth inning because we got to see who won the trade deadline trade between the D-backs and Royals, between Emmanuel Rivera and Luke Weaver. Because if you remember, Emmanuel Rivera was acquired from the Kansas City Royals for Luke Weaver. And tonight we saw Rivera hit a two-run double off Luke Weaver. Guess you can say it was a Mike Hazen fleece. D-backs take game one. They look good in game one. And it's only a two-game series, so let's go for the sweep tomorrow. With a Cleveland win and losses from the other contenders in the division, the Guardians' lead in the AL Central got a little bit bigger last night. Locked on Guardians tells you how that happened. Guardians beat the Padres 3-1. to Andres Jimenez might be the player of the game. Uh, had a home run, a walk, and saved a run with a defensive play. The starting pitching, uh, Savale, it, you just wish he could have lasted longer. Went four and a third innings coming back from uh, his recent injury. It's a second start. But he allowed one earned run against a good Padres team. The bullpen it was a wild ride, but they didn't give up any runs. Oscar Gonzalez also went deep in this game for the Guardians, who, with the win and the losses by the White Sox and the Twins, Twins are on a four-game losing streak. Cleveland has now built a three-game lead in the division. It's less than a week left in August. Cleveland Guardians not only are the youngest team in baseball, they, they were younger than with the youngest team if you compared them to AAA baseball 
as well, I believe. Uh, so this young team defying the odds, building a lead as we move into September. Make sure to check out Lockdown Guardians and follow the Guardians on their fantastic push for the postseason. That's all for today on Locked On Game to Game MLB. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. Make sure you go check out Locked On MLB and your team's Locked On podcast. I'm Kainani Stevens. This has been Locked On Game to Game.